Welcome to another edition of the Kentucky High School Baseball Coaches Association podcast. I'm your host, Levi Bristow, and this is all things Kentucky baseball. So, bam, we are finally here. It is the opening week of districts and postseason play. I know a lot of first-year coaches are out there kind of nervous and seeing what it's going to be like as far as the postseason and uh, even veteran three-year coaches like myself are, are pretty nervous as we definitely have our hands full tonight as, as we have North Oldham and Coach Ivester who's done a great job uh, this entire season. And uh, so we'll, we'll go out and try to win a game and, and hopefully make the regional. And uh, I'm excited to, to see how our boys perform tonight as our, I'm sure all of our coaches across, the, across this wonderful state of Kentucky. That being said, it's been a long time since we've been on here. And uh, we've had some coaches fall through. We had one coach who got kicked out of a game and decided he want to lay low. Said doing the podcast, I'm not going to say any names, but but uh, that was a funny conversation to say the least. Anyways, we're back at it, and we're coming back to you every week moving forward, updating the postseason, and also bringing out some topics of interest. So that being said, let's go ahead and talk about our guest today, Cameron Grudgel, first year head coach at Ballard Memorial in Far Region One again. He's uh, had some success his first year, but uh, it's just a great perspective to get, again, from the small A school and uh, some of the pitfalls and struggles they have to deal with. Uh, like, for example, pitching a seventh grader in a varsity game. I, I can't imagine having to do that. But uh, as Coach Mack Whitaker said with Harrison County, you know, they, they're not a stranger to doing things like that, too. And, and we've seen how successful that program has been over the past um, 30 years. So that being said, let's go and dive into the episode. Cameron. So Cameron, how are we doing today, man? Uh, doing good. How about you, sir? I'm doing great. So so Cameron is uh, one of our other first-year coaches we've been lucky to have on our podcast, and um, he is at Ballard Memorial in the far, far outreaches of Region 1 baseball, our second Region 1 guest we've had this year, and uh, we're excited to have him on as he's been a, an avid Twitter follower of the uh, Kentucky High School Baseball Coach Association right. Twitter page which we love that Cameron. And uh, so I'm excited to to get you on here as you're kind of coming from a different perspective as far as a small school, an A size school. So I'm I'm really excited to do all the things as far as your season, but only that, but like your perspective on as far as ways we can make this game better across the state with maybe the class system and things like that. So without further ado, tell us a little bit about how you got started in coaching. Okay. Well, I'll kind of start with my with everything. Well, I started over at Heath High School as a player. I was a pitcher, um, did that for three years. Then McCracken came to be after Heath, Reedland and Lono consolidated. I uh, played my senior year at McCracken under uh, who's, you know, uh, a legend, Region 1 coaches. Um, then I signed with Morthland College, and then I decided – actually, then I transferred to Oakland City University, started working out with them. And then I realized, you know, I'd be a much better coach than a player. So I actually got into coaching. And Evansville Wrights on the west side of Evansville had an opening for a freshman coach. And I put in for it. The athletic director, uh, Miss Hagen, actually gave me a call and asked if I'd come in for an interview. And I did. And the interview went really well. It went, and with a week or so, I got a call saying, you know, uh, would you like the job? And I said, well, of course. So I did I did freshman ball for a couple of years at Wright. Um, I just graduated college last year. After I, that second season got over, I was looking to do something a little different. And I saw 
uh, this past fall that Ballard actually had their head coaching job open. Well, you know, I, I told myself, I said, you know, I'll, I'll put in for it. I'll see what happens. You know, if right. I don't get it, it's not the end of the world. And I put in for it. The athletic director, Mr. Queen, gave me a call and said, would you like to come in for an interview? And I said, well, of course. I came in, had an interview with uh, Mr. Queen, Miss Davis, the principal. Um, I did really well in the interview, I was told. And, you know, I got the job. And, well, here we are. Well, that sounds like probably like a lot of us out there. As far as uh, getting the job, kind of my, my situation too, I applied for it, so what the heck, see what happens. And, yeah. And it all, it all worked out. So right. is, uh, did you know anything about Ballard Memorial before applying for the job? Oh, yeah. Um, actually, I knew a few things. When I went to Heath, uh, we used to play Ballard um, twice every year. Uh, that was when Coach Jeff Sadler, who's moved to Louisiana now, he was coaching, and they – they had a really good program. You know, they were consistent above 500 for a few years. And I know that that, that program was ran very, very well. And, you know, I always told myself if, if there was a school that I could go coach at once I, once I, you know, decided to get into coaching, that Ballard would definitely be at the top of my list. And actually one of my former high school coaches was coaching at Ballard before I left or before I got there. He uh, decided to resign. Um, it was Coach Tremaine Donald, you know, and I talked to Coach Donald every day about baseball on life, and he's just, you know, he's been a great, great, uh, you know, uh, mentor for me, and he knows a lot about the kids down there, a lot of stuff that I don't know as of now, and he's been helping me out along the way, and, you know, I'm just eternally grateful that um, he and I have kept our relationship together for so long, you know, talking about baseball and doing different things and drills and it's just been it's just been an awesome experience well that's awesome man as far as so once you got to bad memorial what's some of the things that uh that you try to do right away um you know one of the things i wanted to do right away was i mean get our guys together i was told by the athletic director that um kids had been since uh coach donald resigned the next day people have been saying hey have you hired a new baseball coach yet because I knew the kids really wanted to get in, get after it. They, uh, we have an athletic complex, we call it the AC, and it's like an indoor facility. And our kids were just, you know, chomping at the bit to start working out. And, well, as soon as I got there, um, about a week afterwards, I think it was after Christmas break, we finally started getting in the AC, started working out, doing pitching workouts, um, uh, hitting workouts, you know, and it's just been – it's just been – going a hundred miles per hour ever since, you know, we're trying to cram a lot of stuff in. Cause I came in at the beginning of 2019 and I didn't ha- see, I didn't have all fall to work with these kids. I was just kind of thrown in at the last minute, you know? And I, I think, honestly, I think I've done a pretty good job with a lot of these kids compared to the situation I have, you know, just being thrown in at the last minute and just, you know, trying to make everything work. Right. Of course. So as far as, uh, so as far as culture or like day-to-day things, was there, was there something you try to do right away as far as like, um, like set a, a, a phrase or identity or this is who we're going to be or anything like that? Um, yeah. I mean, you can see on our baseball Twitter page, I always put dudes because that's, that's what we need. That's who we're trying to be. We're trying to be dudes. We're not trying to be duds um, in our program. We, we got to be dudes. We can't be duds up at the plate. We can't be duds on the bases, on the mound. 
we got to be dudes. We got to, you know, take the initiative, kick some behind, and, you know, just do the things we got to do to win. And I think that's really stuck well with our kids, especially these last few weeks where we've really turned our season around. I love the dude band. That's crazy. <laughs> I've not heard dude versus dud. That it's so simple. You know, sim- and they say uh, simplicity is the, the the new genius. You know, so dude versus dud. I may steal that one. That's right. <laughs> I like that camera. Okay. That's pretty good. Um, so let's go ahead and start. Yeah. So obviously, on a late start as far as the fall, and we're into the season. So as far as the first part of the season, what are some things that that you did, or maybe some things you noticed right away that that the kids need to work on out of the gate. Um, I think one of the big things that uh, really caught my attention and it caught my assistant coaches, see, I, I got to do a little plug right here. My two assistant coaches, Kenny Smith and Robert Might, those guys put in so many hours and, you know, they just, they work their tails off for me and they make my job a little easier. You know, they'll give it all they got every time and they expect the same from the kids. And, you know, those guys are just saints. But anyways, yeah. the, the most, the most, uh, eye-opening thing for me was we, we kind of struggled with the fundamental things. I think, you know, we struggled with doing the most simplest of things, you know, that many schools, uh, big schools would take for granted, you know, like turning double plays, knowing what to do with the baseball and bunt coverages, uh, first and third situations, um, you know, things like that. And I, I felt like that was the biggest eye-opener for me that first uh, few days was like, we got to get back to the simple things. We got to do the fundamental plays, all that good stuff that can get us a chance to win. And we actually played uh, Marshall County uh, a few weeks ago, and only and they're right now on their record. I believe they're like twenty five and five. Um, yeah. And we actually went up to Marshall County and almost beat them. We were we lost three to two on a walk off hit, but. Um, you know, the practice before, we just got back to the simple things. We just got back. To, I was like, guys, let's just let's take it simple. I mean, let's not try to overthink this. And, you know, we had a really good practice that day. We got back to the fundamentals. And, you know, we almost came up with the biggest upset of, of the year, you know. And we've been able to string a couple wins together. And it's just because of those fundamental things that, you know, we've been put in a position to succeed and we've been successful. Right. Yeah, but you never can overestimate the fundamentals. That's a thing we've been uh, struggling with. Some The games we've we've not performed well, we've had like six run innings, and it's because we don't call fly balls or we, you know, miss a assignment on a bunt defense. And yeah. that's definitely been our, yeah. our bugaboo too, man, for sure. Believe me, I, I know the feeling we've had many a games where we've had guys not communicate on fly balls and either run into each other or just let it drop in front of them because they thought somebody else had it. And, you know, at, at 20, at 23, I didn't think it was possible to get gray hair. But I thought <laughs> I was wrong. <laughs> oh, it's I'm so just... funny you say that. I, I've not shaved in a few days and, you know, being a former active duty military guy, like uh-huh. you embrace the, you, you really do embrace the fact of not having to shave every single day because, you know, I have like a, a dark beard. So like uh, even when I shaved with the grain, I used yeah. to have, you know, drill sergeants and, and, and other officers be like, Hey, did you shave today? I'm like, yes. So I had to start shaving against the grain, which I love now, but, but, uh, but yeah. Oh, yeah. So today my daughter's like, Hey, daddy, you have, you have gray hair on your chin. <laughs> you know, So white hair. I'm like, Oh man. So I got some white spots. I need to shave that out. But anyways, it's funny you said that today, but you, you're, yeah, you're such a young buck. You shouldn't have no gray hair yet, man. That's for sure. 
<laughs> I'm just messing. With you. They haven't given me any gray hair. I just uh, there's been times though, you know, where we've and, and I'm I'm trying to you know say that there's been fundamental things that we should be doing that you know we just we 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 messed up on, and you know. I, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade these kids for anything. I love these kids. These kids, they work their tails off for me. You know, they invest everything they've got into our season and into everything we do. And, you know, I, I wouldn't trade these kids for anything. And even though they may go through growing pains sometimes, and I go through growing pains too, you know, I'm right there with them, you know, but I still love my kids. And I, you know, I, I, like I said, I wouldn't trade them for anybody. Well, that's that. Hey, can't ask for nothing else more from a head baseball coach. That's for sure, especially in high school baseball. So let's go ahead and uh, let's let's move over to the future a little bit. So as far as you know, the season's about to wrap up. Obviously, um, what are some things that that you feel like you may need to do moving forward, like in the off season, maybe moving to the fall that that you're excited to uh, have a chance to do this year as you didn't get to do last year. Yeah. Well, what we're going to be doing uh, this off season and actually like what we talked about previously is um, we're going to be in the weight room. We are, if you look at our team, uh, I mean, just height, stature, you know, we, we look like, you know, we, we look small. We are scrawny, you know, we're not guys or we're not dudes that can go, uh, you know, bench press 265 multiple times. We're just, we're small. We're, we look, we're, we're just scrawny. I'll just say that. And yeah, that's going to be the one big thing for us this year is we got to get bigger, faster, stronger, and then that'll help our development. And hopefully if we're, if we're lucky, you know, we'll have uh, guys that are bigger, faster, stronger pitchers will be adding velocity and control to their pitches, you know, and that'll give us a better chance to su- or give us a chance to succeed against the teams like the Marshall counties and the Paducah Tillman's and the Carlisle's and the McCracken's, you know, and the Graves. And, you know, if we can really attack the weight room this off season and our throwing program, you know, then who's not to say this time next year, you know, we could be making a run for a district championship. And I, I still think we're a year or two away from where we really need to be or where we can be as far as, um, you know, schedule wins and losses, you know, um, competing for a district title or something. But at the same time, you know, if we can, you know, pull our heads together, do the fundamental things for the rest of the year, there's, there's, you know, there's no telling what might happen, you know, because all it takes is just one game. And all it takes is one pitcher, one of our guys to be on and the other guy for the other team to be off, you know, and, and just you never know. And that's the beautiful thing about baseball. <laughs> you know, I, I've been a Cubs fan since 2003, and I never thought, I'll be honest with you, I never thought they'd win the World Series, but by God, they finally did it. Because you know, yeah. I mean, they they put it all together, and one of the best managers in baseball led them. And you know, it's just it was just it, it's an un, unbelievable experience. Because I I remember watching the game, and you know, all those years getting like, oh well, the Cubs suck, man. Completely useless by September. You know, believe me, I get that enough. But um, you know. All it takes is just one – it just takes one game. It takes one pitcher and one group of guys that have the same objective, which is to go out there and compete versus the other team who may not have that same objective that day, you know, and that's that can that can make what an upset is all about is what I'm trying to say. Oh, yeah, Joe Madden, he's – anybody who follows him in baseball, Joe Madden, because he's just fearless. He doesn't care what people think. He'll he'll – 
every every batter you you know he's kind of a totally outside the box kind of guy be it the players the players love him and oh yeah he's and definitely somebody to follow if you're a coach out there and want to oh yeah yeah and that's the thing too um we actually had a kid we played mayfield the other night and we ended up losing this game 11-9 well we had a guy who was pitching before he you know he, he was kind of having control issues so i called in a uh, guy that hadn't pitched all year. Well, he's been doing really well in bullpens. You know, he I, – I, I had trust in him. And that's the biggest thing for me, you know. I trust my kids. Whoever I throw up there, I trust them to get the job done. Well, um, I called in our right fielder to come in and pitch, and he came in through strikes, had great mechanics, and got us out of a really, really tricky situation. Bases loaded. Um, he gave up a couple of runs that weren't earned for him. It was for the other guy. But at the same time, you know, he got us the ground balls that we needed to get out and get out of the inning, which, you know, was just huge for us. It was just a great, you know, uh, momentum booster. Right. Yeah, so let's dive into your, your roster a little bit. I, I want the listeners to to appreciate what what our single-A high schools have to work with sometimes. And, and okay. you said – Correct me right. You had a seventh grader pitch the other night, is that correct? Uh, yes, I had a seventh grader pitch against Mayfield. The game we won, um, he threw, I, I believe, three innings. And he's not, you know, he's not just lobbing the ball up there. He's got some velocity for a seventh grader. Um, right. We actually have one, two, three, three seventh graders. One, two, three, four four eighth graders and the rest are high school kids. So, um, you know, we, we're, we're very young. We look like a JV or a freshman team in all honesty, but you know, our guys are getting experience, which is, you know, it's just, it's awesome. Even though we are, there have been games where, you know, we've gotten our tails kicked, but at the same time, you know, we're learning from each of those right, games. Of we're not, we're not just taking it and being like, Oh, well, Another loss, what a surprise. You know, we're actually learning from these games and taking things that can help us yeah. beat teams that, you know, that are are equal, you know, or just a little better, you know. And that's just – and that's why I'm thinking, you know, in a couple of years with all this experience we have, that's not to say we couldn't make a run for a district title and possibly a regional title. Yeah, did you listen to the uh, Mac Whitaker podcast had a long time ago? I uh, don't believe so. Well, that's a as a as a as a single A coach, I highly recommend listening to that one. You know, Coach Whitaker is the uh, second winningest coach all time in Kentucky <clears throat> High School baseball coaches, Kentucky High School uh-huh. Baseball Association or Kentucky High School Baseball yeah, history. Yeah, I got you. I got you. And I mean, maybe first now. I don't know. He's I know with you know with God rest his soul and Coach Miller at PRP, they were pretty close. Yeah. And uh, but he talks his podcast about having. You know, eighth grade starters, ninth grade starters. Now he believes that coming from a smaller school and having kids, what he learned is that his most successful teams, most of his players have to start at least two to three years before, you know, he, he, he figures that's when they know he has something special when all his kids have played for a couple of years. And a lot oh, of times yeah. he is playing ninth graders and eighth, ninth graders. And, and uh, so that was pretty interesting to hear that point of view from a legendary coach like that. So I recommend yeah. that one out there. If you're okay. uh, any small schools out there want to listen how to how to win at that level with uh, Harrison County, and of course they've done that for years. Yeah, of course. So as far as the so the weight room, it's definitely something that we've talked a lot about on our podcast. As far as just the benefits of it, and 
and um, of course baseball with the increase in velocity and and uh, I know I was listening to the podcast a while ago how one of the coaches saying we used to want the try to get the starters pitch you know when it came to like mainly college and pro baseball you uh-huh. know get his pitch guy up to the bullpen but now they're like screw that the guy came to the bullpen still 97 98 too so we want to yeah we rather hit the starter you know see him a couple of times so oh yeah and that's a direct yeah. effect of the weight room and uh and so yeah so as far as the weight room is concerned coach is there anybody or any people you follow as far as that as far as references or who you're looking after what programs you may try to find out for your players um I actually there was one program that McCracken used back in the day. Um, it was the University of Nebraska strength program. Um, that's one I've been looking at using. Um, also, when I was in college, there was a program that we used that had different weight workouts, uh, different uh, running exercises, agility exercises um, that I'm definitely going to be implementing in our uh, program. You know, and that's and just. Also talking to my former uh, coaches that I played for, um, just as seeing what they do, you know, I'm just like, like I said, I like to steal stuff, um, you know, other drills and stuff that other coaches do and, you know, make it work in my system. And I've just been very fortunate that coach Donald, uh, coach Miller, uh, you know, all those guys have just, you know, given me tidbits of advice and information that I can use in my system. And, you know, hopefully put us in a position to succeed down the road. Well, that's uh, hey, it's experience, uh, education, and uh, reasoning are all three things that lead to uh, high success, they say, in medicine anyway. So I think you're oh, on yeah. the right path with <laughs> incorporating those yeah. three things. But, hey, right. so as far as Region 1, so let's talk about the Region 1, the okay. far western part of the state. And then we had Coach Miller on uh, back in February. But as far as the season's going, let's talk about about the the teams you've seen out there so far that that have changed things to go pretty far. Um, obviously, when you think of Region One, you think of McCracken. You think you know they've won the region every year since they've been in existence. Um, they've been ranked in the state every year since they've been in existence. I know because I played there, and you know they uh you know it, when you think of Region One, like I said, you think of McCracken, but you also think of Tillman. Yeah. Um, talent wise, I think Tillman's the best team in Region One. Talent wise, um, I mean Graves is really good. Carlisle's, you know, solid as can be. Marshall's really good. Um, and then after that, you know, you've got that second tier of teams, and then you have that third tier of teams, like your, you know, the bottom level, your mid level, or your second tier. And then your McCracken, your Tillman's, your Graves, uh, Carlisle's, those are all your first tier teams. Um, you know, and that's the beautiful, beautiful thing about baseball in Region One. Any of them could make a run at state. I'm going to be honest with you, it is open this year. All it takes is just one guy that's on, yeah, for one team. And that's literally that's the beautiful thing about baseball is it all it takes is one. All it takes is one pitcher that's on, and then have a group of eight guys behind them that you know that that had the same goal as him which is to go out there and compete and have the and you know put yourself in a position to succeed and I'll be honest with you I just I think it could be anybody in region one in that in those first two tiers that could really you know make a run at this and make a run at state and that's just that's just how awesome region one baseball is it's just it's so unique because you, you never know you know it could be somebody completely random it could be us you know not the odds of that happening are not very likely, but you know, it's, it, it's possible. 
All it takes <laughs> is just one one guy that's on and, you know, the other eight behind him ready to go willing to work their butts off, you know. But like I said, when you think of Region 1, it's it's McCracken, Tilton, Marshall, Carlisle, Graves, you know, not not in any order by any means, believe me. But, you know, it's just – that's just how it is, you know. Right. Yeah, so – yeah, as we, we, we were lucky to play with Duke and Tillman we talked about earlier and uh we went extra yeah. innings with those guys and got to see their ace and it was a great it was a great game and and uh, we definitely got some some dudes as you as you said, that's for sure. That's right. And uh and yeah, you're right, man. You know, it's talking about my brother in law is Larry Pointer and he's head coach and uh and so it's we we were together a few weeks ago for a family event and he was talking mm-hmm. about his team just came off a couple losses and how they, you know, they needed to get better here and there. And yeah, I think the, I think the last coach was probably the number one team in the state. So, so yeah. So as far as this year, man, it is there. You know, there's no San X. It's like you 28 now, which 28 won this year. There's multiple teams, multiple losses that have some oh, weaknesses, yeah. but it's all possible. I think it's gonna be exciting to see how this goes and uh, the rest of the year and see who who comes out on top. But especially with the new semi-state format, so I know that. Yeah. One of our region gets uh, either gets a region to region eight, so we get region seven when they arrive the bat, which is we played Trinity this year, and Coach Arnold's got a great team also, and oh yeah, and uh, so it, I think we hit on two key points there. I think whoever comes that if it is at Paducah Tillman and McCrack County in that championship game in region one, you want to see some mm-hmm. great baseball, then that should be a packed stadium. Oh, it will be. You know, it they play uh, the the region tournaments at Brooks Stadium. That's where. See, I'm coaching with the Paducah Chiefs. It's a summer collegiate team okay. um, in the Ohio Valley League. And if I if I know Region One baseball like I've known it for the past few years, oh yeah, McCracken and Tillman, if they're in the championship or whoever's in the championship, I mean these schools have really great fan bases. You know, the, at, at any baseball game, the kid, I mean, parents will travel, students will travel. They'll come out and they'll support their team. You know, and it's just that's awesome how the parents and other kids will come out and support their schools. Like, I mean, at our school, you know, we have a lot of fans that come to our home games, you know, cause they just, they love the game of baseball and they love seeing their friends out there playing and, you know, they hope for nothing but the best, but whoever's in the regional championship game this year, I guarantee it'll be a packed house. And, you know, it's just going to be an awesome atmosphere and hopefully, you know, there'll be some good baseball going on, which I, I, I know there will be. Yeah, of course. There's a lot of there's a lot of horses in Region One this year, man. As far as baseball players, I, that's for sure. And, oh yeah, uh, that that'll be exciting. It's all exciting, and same time as the coaches, it's nerve wracking. That's for sure. Yeah, it's it's just one of those things, man. You just got to take it day by day, and you know, just roll with the punches, as I say. So, as far as our association coach, is there anything that you? I know that we've had recommendations, including Coach Miller. Uh, McCracken and and um, a few other coaches, as far as the class system is concerned. Um, so, is there anything as far as association you feel like we can do to help better baseball across the state of Kentucky? Um, I think one thing. I think the class system would actually be better for you know. I mean, we have the All A, which is which is great because it gives the smaller schools like us, Mayfield, uh, Murray, all those guys. You know, it, it gives us our moment. You know, because. Most of the time, you know, you've got your Louisville Trinities and your St. Xavier's and, you know, Oldham County and all and Scott County and all you guys, you know, in the state tournament. Well, you know, we usually the smaller schools, you know, kind of get left out. And then I think class baseball wouldn't be a bad thing. Um, but also, I think, too, um, 
instead of playing single elimination games, you know, I think it'd be a double elimination, but that kind of, kind of, you know, just uh, unjustifies my point of, you know, it, it takes just one person, you know. Right. But at the same time, I think uh, double elimination would be uh, more suitable because, I mean, that's how, I mean, I'm just, I'm thinking of, you know, NCAA, Super Regionals, you know, all that good stuff. Oh, yeah, that's a great and format. I just, I just think it'd be more beneficial to do that instead of just one single elimination game, even though it, it you know, lengthen the season a little longer. But at the same time, I feel like a lot of teams, a lot of great teams get knocked out early. Teams that could potentially win it all um, are sold short of their potential because just of one bad game, you know. But that's just that's just my thoughts on it. Uh, you know, I'm I'm still learning all about the stuff that goes on uh, with the state tournament and everything. You know, I'm I'm down. You know, for whatever. I'm I'm an easygoing guy. I'll do what you know what whatever's whatever's <laughs> yeah. asked of me. I'll do it. You know, within reason. And uh, coach, you referenced earlier that you know American Baseball Coach Association. Are you a member of that also? ABCA. Yes, sir. Of course. This is my first year. As a member, I did not go to the convention this year. I actually registered about a few months after because I didn't I didn't really know much about it. Like, so I looked into it. I said, "Well, I might as well get a membership." Yeah. So next you're, year, you're a young buck. Yeah, and next year I'm definitely going to be down there in Nashville. I know a few Region One coaches go down there um, to the ABCA convention. I know for sure this year uh, coming up that I'll definitely be down there and hopefully get to beat a lot of. Um, you know a lot of awesome people and learn a lot of great stuff that I can you know use in our program and hopefully put us in a position to succeed down the road today coach thanks for being on the 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 podcast we appreciate you having you on and thanks helping grow the game of baseball and we wish you nothing but the best and uh thanks for being such a great supporter of the Kentucky High School Baseball Coach Association on Twitter and spreading the game and retweeting us and liking us and uh I'm excited to see what, what you do there for the next next couple of years. Well, thanks, man. I appreciate it, and thanks for having me on. What a great episode by Coach Gudgel. It was great to hear the uh, all-A perspective again and kind of the struggles that go through. But as we know, man, a lot of programs in that level play great baseball. Let's look at Beachwood. And in the state champ, winning the All A this year, as they've just been a force. We we were lucky to play them a couple of years ago, and they came to our park and just hit. We had some dudes, but they had some dudes too, man. So All A baseball, don't 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 count them out. Some of those guys can really play. Uh, also, we want to thank Anchor for sponsoring us and uh, giving us the opportunity to um, get get the podcast out there and, and spread across the state free of charge. And uh, now if we get so many listens, they're going to give some money back, which is nice. Uh, so that's good. The money go back to the Kentucky High School Baseball Coach Association. So we hope you continue to share, like, subscribe, review our podcast, and uh, continue to spread the word of, of what these great coaches are doing across the state. That being said, I hope every coach has an injury-free postseason. Their kids play hard, and I'm sure they will, and I'm excited to see how the state tournament all unfolds. That being said, you all have a great, great rest of your week and never stop learning.